What's up everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Music Bowl. As always, my name is Herd. I am out on another Moto Music ride. Um, nice little lake here for us. We'll get a view and then we'll get into this. Hopefully that came out alright for everyone. Um, just outside of Middletown for now, by the way, and we are headed up. Uh, we're going to zigzag our way over to 209 and then up to Allenville and then up some mountains from there as well. So I think I've done this ride before on other episodes. I can't quite remember. Uh, I'm going to be fighting the sun today, so that should be real fun, um, both in terms of where it's going to be in the sky in my eyes. And uh, it's a little bit later than I would have liked to have start this ride, but that's OK. I was uh, finishing up listening to an episode of the Musician's Guide podcast. And for anyone who doesn't know that one yet, what's up, doggo? Uh, for anyone who doesn't know the Musician's Guide, definitely go check that out. Karen Kabitis is the one who runs that. Uh, fantastic uh, business owner and podcaster. Uh, let's go with the word. Let's, let's see. Host is the word I'm looking for. Um, and her latest episode they i say they her and her sister jen were talking about um do you need to be obsessed to be a musician or to be successful i think was more to the point of the question do you have to be obsessed with music with um with your craft with your instrument all that stuff do you need to do that in order to be successful and What's up, Moon? They don't exactly answer the question, as I didn't think they would. Um, that podcast tends to... They tend to skirt around a lot of answers at times. They can get intense about some things, but they don't really give a lot of definite answers. And for all the spicy content they claim to have, it's often they just pose a question. And for some reason, posing questions for a lot of people can be a spicy thing in and of itself. Uh, so I am here to kind of respond to that in my own way and to hopefully give you more of a definitive answer. So if you want to see what they have to say first, go check that out and then maybe come back to this or do it the other way, I'm not sure. But it's definitely worth checking out that episode. And by the time this one comes out, there will definitely be others um, on that channel. So it's definitely worth checking out um, everything that they're doing anyway. Um, we are going to take this road. Um, it's one of my favorite roads in the area, by the way, and I think you'll see why. Um, so yeah, do you have to be obsessed to be a successful musician? And the answer is yes. If you're not obsessed with being a musician, you're just not going to make it. It's just, it's that simple. Um, and when I say make it, whatever version of being a musician you want to be, it's not going to happen in you unless you are obsessed. And um, I'm trying to think if there's another way that I could maybe sugarcoat that a little bit more for you, but I honestly don't think so. I think it's just, that's the answer. You have to be obsessed. If you're not, good luck to you. But I think one of the things they don't address on the show and is that there can be good obsessed and there can be bad obsessed. And I think in their own way, when a lot of people think of obsessed, they only think of it in terms of the bad way. And by the bad way of being obsessed, it means that it really is an all-consuming identity for you. 
And I do think that there is a phase that you have to go through where we're all a little bad obsessed about things. Couldn't see around that corner at all, like more than usual. I'm not used to this much green being on this ride. Um, if there's not a time in your life, like for example, if you want to be a performer, like that's just your goal, you want to be a performing musician. If there's not a time in your life where you haven't been spending like somewhere between two and six hours a day playing your instrument and, and trying to improve and get better and doing that consistently six, seven days a week, I mean, good luck to you. You might be able to perform, but you're never really going to get to any particular level. Um, like there's just only so much that you're going to do in half an hour a day. And I think that's a very scary thing for a lot of people to realize, like if you want to be a performer, like that's what's going to have to happen. Um, I believe it's Alex Honnold, the mountain climber, the free solo climber. Pretty sure this quote was from him, but he said at one point that you, you do the things you have to and I'm going to paraphrase and get the quote wrong, but I think it was something along the lines of you do the things you have to because that's what the goal demands. Like my goal is to be a performer and I have to do these things. And you might realize very quickly that like, man, I really don't like putting six hours a day on my instrument. Like of intense practice too, by the way, not just like noodling around because people could definitely do that. Um, and for some of you also, I know that number, that number of six hours a day might be unrealistic. Like, I don't, like brass players, your lips might just not have it. And that's fair, that's fine. I'm, I'm not, it doesn't have to be six, but there needs to be multiple hours a day of you on the grind in a practice room, in your living room, wherever, just, you know, doing it, doing the thing. And maybe you realize very quickly that that's not enjoyable for you and that's also fine you don't nothing is saying you have to do that thing and they make a point in in their episode um to say that like that can be a scary thing for a lot of people because you've put so much time let's say you get to you know year three of college and you realize that you know in order to whew, what's up lake in order to keep up with those around you you just have to start putting in that kind of time and you don't like to do it and it's a very scary thing to think about having to pivot to either another facet of music or to another career altogether but there's nothing wrong with that right like it's totally acceptable for you to just go and do something else or there are so many ways to be successful in music that you don't have to be a top tier performer right you don't have to and that's that's all that's fine and maybe that's a hard truth and realization for a lot of people but there is that but if your goal is to perform there's no getting around putting the time in. And I suspect that for those of you whose goal it is to perform, you probably don't care about having to put that time in. And in fact, you probably love it. Like for a lot of you, that's probably all you really want to do. And all you care about doing is putting in, you know, literally as much time, thought I was going to hit that bird, literally as much time in the day as you can. It was good, my man. Um, and so like, for example, that was the case with me. I wanted to be a performing musician and I literally like was eat, sleep and breathe my instrument. That was what my life was. That, that's all I did. Um, that's maybe not entirely true, but I did put in 
my many, many, many hours a day, and I absolutely loved it. So maybe, I think the question that could be posed instead of, do you have to be obsessed to be successful? Maybe the question is, do you have to absolutely love what you're doing to be successful? And that answer is yes, and I think everybody would say yes, because also, why would you want to do something for a living, for a career, that you don't absolutely love? Like, to be successful, whatever it is, you have to put the time in. And so, if you're gonna not enjoy it, why would you do it, right? Like, you don't... It can be anything, whether you want to be a, a chef or a musician. Like, if you don't love doing the thing you're doing, like, why are you doing it? Like, get out sooner than later and switch to something you do love and find a way to make that successful. And, you know, make your career based off of that thing. Um, and so, that's the, that's the first, maybe the negative obsession, to kind of circle back to that, that a lot of people, <clears throat> that then becomes their identity and they don't do anything else like there is nothing more to them than just like a gearhead and you know they identify as musician and when things go badly their life is terrible and like they wear that whole like broken musician depressed musician aspect that's like who they are um and their mood is changing with how you know their practice session went that day um and there definitely was a time in my life where i was I was a little bit in that category but on the other side of that, something they don't mention in the podcast, <clears throat> pardon me, is that you can be absolutely obsessed with your goals, with your work, you can love it, and you can still have boundaries for your personal life. And I'll just use myself again as an example because, you know, I'm, I'm an expert on me at this point. Um, when I was in college, I did not do schoolwork past five o'clock on a Friday. It was just a hard and fast rule that no matter how much I had to do, Friday night was for me. And um, when I was in my undergrad, it actually worked out perfect on my last rehearsal for the week, uh, which was wind ensemble, incidentally, um, was from four to 5 p.m. on a Friday. There were multiple, obviously, throughout the week, and then four to 5 p.m. Friday, that was the last thing I had, so I would, I'd leave wind ensemble, pack up whatever instrument I was playing, either either saxophone or bass, because yes, I did play string bass with the wind ensemble. Um, and and that was that. And then I was done. And I would I'd go home and at that point it was video games or let's be honest, it was partying, it was going out, it was clubbing, it was doing all the fun things that you do in college, right? That was my rule. And I had a very similar rule for Friday in that Friday during the day was for work and then i would usually by about depending on the time of the year depend um you know it was again about four five six o'clock somewhere in that range is when i would i just call it like i'm i'm just not doing work the only time that would change um, a little bit was finals and juries and so that's just like that couple weeks season of your life when you need to put in a little bit more time um, I might practice a lot more um, or be specifically intentional about the work I was doing at that point like writing essays and things like that um, but there was also this idea that like you know you can still practice if you want to like I just I wouldn't do schoolwork I wouldn't do academic stuff but if I wanted to play guitar because at this point I was a classical guitar player I just would play guitar I'd sit around and do that or 
me and my friends would go to we'd go back over to the music building and we were playing jazz until like two three in the morning because that's what we wanted to do and we just love to do it and if there isn't a time in your life when you're not putting in those serious hours into whatever endeavor you want to do it's not going to happen it's just not like you only get so much done in a half hour a day and i've, I've said this before but i'm going to continue saying that though you're going to be outworked every single second of the day you know by people who are obsessed with this stuff and they're probably going to be more successful than you so again pick something that you love that your your body just naturally falls into and do that thing or find a way to make it into your thing you know um in grad school i would do similar things um i did at that point i did have my email attached to my phone um because a lot of times we would get emails for gigs and it was first one the email would go out to all the grad students and first one to respond would get the gig so i was very conscious and aware of those but there was a lot of stuff that i just like i wouldn't do um until certain hours of the day or you know i wouldn't respond to certain emails from professors or whatever or students because um, when i was in grad school i was teaching i wouldn't respond to anything on the weekends and things like that um if a student had a question as well for example during the week my answer was always noon on friday those are my office hours from i think i was like 11 to one ish somewhere in that range were my office hours as a grad student for the classes i was teaching um and i do mean teaching i was actually the professor of record for a guitar class not just like grading papers for another professor i was the one actually teaching it so if students had a question i actually was the only one who could answer them but the answer was always you know i have things to do so hey thanks for getting over the line for me bud um the answer was always i have things to do so i will see you at my office hours between 11 and 1 on friday and if you can't do that i don't know what to tell you <laughs> but those are that's when i can meet with you and somehow students always found a way to make that work and those were my boundaries and maybe that infringed on theirs but that's what i had to do to make sure i stayed alive and sane and like mentally healthy through as much of grad school as i could now this is a nice road beautifully tucked into the woods a little shady it cooled off a little bit this is nice um it's things like that you can you can be absolutely obsessed with your craft and your work and i was gigging constantly doing recording sessions like i was all students are absolutely stressed to the max and it's definitely the case in grad school anyone who's gone through that you know you know how stressful that can be but you still can have boundaries for yourself in those times and i don't that's what i don't understand that people don't get like you just you have to if you don't take the time for yourself to mentally unwind that's gonna be a long a long career it's gonna be a long time doing the things that you claim to love and that's what's going to drive the burnout super quick so i've never really felt the time of burnout in my life because I'm super conscious of the fact that, you know, Friday, five o'clock, like, see you later. Um, and now as a, as an educator, I simply refuse. I, re I just simply refuse to put my work email on my cell phone. So the only place I can check my work email is if I specifically sit down at a computer and log into my email. Otherwise, and you're not getting a hold of me because the only place I check my school email is on my school computer and the only time i open my school computer is when i'm at school <laughs> once three o'clock hits 
you're not seeing me I, I'm not long I'm no longer on the clock I no longer have to do anything and you're not gonna get that out of me uh, it's just not gonna happen so I'm I'm very very good at setting that boundary for myself ah come on I hate this corner um, and I know a lot of people you know get stressed out by their email but it's like look just take it off your phone there's nothing so urgent that you have to answer it absolutely immediately and if it was someone would probably be calling you and you know in my so far my four years of working in the district that I'm in you know I've never missed an email <laughs> I've never missed something important that I had to do because I didn't check my email until Monday morning or whatever it was um, during the summer if you want to get a hold of me you gotta call me I'm not checking that thing once June let's see here this year June 24th is graduation and I will not be checking email again until end of August it's just how it's gonna be I take my time for myself so um, that's also not to say by the way I know it makes it sound like I don't do anything but I am constantly thinking about ways that I can improve my curriculum and things like that and but I I put most of my energy into those things when I'm at school and I also do have a lot of conversations around curriculum and around instruction and things like that with with friends um, both you know colleagues at the school I'm at people I know that teach in other districts other just musicians in terms of just like a professional musical input like it's not like I don't think about this stuff it's not like I'm not trying to improve it's not like I'm just sitting back and doing my own thing because I have done different curriculum every year and also by the way taught through the pandemic which was an absolute clusterfuck uh, for those of you who had to teach you that I mean you, we're all we're all better now and so yeah I don't want to make it seem like you should be doing maybe absolutely nothing but you do have to so just take that time for yourself but again, if it's not something that you're passionate about and that you want to be putting mental energy into for hours and hours and hours a day, you're not gonna be successful. And I think, I think you have to, more than anything, you have to be obsessed with being successful. And if you're not, if you're not willing to do what it takes to be successful in whatever facet, it's just not gonna happen. It's just not. Like, I, I've said this twice already, I think, maybe a third time. So here's it is again, though. But if you only put a half hour a day into something, it's just not going to happen. And and now I know some of you are going to be saying, like, oh, but look at Hillary Hahn, who practices for just, like, a couple of minutes a day and whatever else. And one, well, I think we all know, it's Hillary Hahn. <laughs> like, speaks for itself. But what we don't realize is that, or what a lot of people maybe either intentionally or unintentionally neglect is the fact that there was a time in her life when she was doing six hours a day like think back to when she was a kid and that's like all she did was play violin right to the point where she's gotten so good where now a half hour of her practicing is equivalent you know to me putting in a 12-hour day every day for six months like it's just it's not the same right um it's when i when my students ask me to learn something for them so i can teach it to them I can learn something in literally 30 seconds. I can listen to an Ed Maverick tune without even sitting down at a guitar and tell you what the chords are because they're that easy for me because they're easy chords. Like, it's simple music. But for people who have never done that, it's going to take them now hours of learning how to play a C chord, a G chord, and an F chord. 
and as it took me hours and hours and hours when I was growing up. But I have put in so much of that time that now I don't have to spend as much to get, a, to get more out of my practice session. Or I can work on very different things in my time nowadays. Um, I can kind of hyper-focus on those one or two aspects. You're not relearning every single technique every time. So if you haven't gone through a phase where all you have done is your craft for hours and hours and hours a day, you simply are behind. And you don't have to. Like, you don't have to be a musician. If you don't love it, like, what are you doing? It can absolutely just be a hobby. It can be something you do for fun. You can still be involved in the music industry. You can still play gigs on the weekend. You know, you can still do anything you want in the music industry at your level. Just know that that level might be a little bit lower than you had originally intended because there are just people outworking you. And that's also totally fine. There are absolutely better bass players out there than me. Maybe few and far between, but they, they are there. And, but I've still found my niche. I've still been able to perform for a living um, until obviously, you know, pandemic, all that good stuff. But I was able to, I was gigging constantly for almost a decade and I absolutely loved it, you know? So um, it didn't feel like a grind. Um, that's not to say that I always did like absolutely enjoy all the stuff that goes into that lifestyle, but at the end of the day, if you're playing an instrument, for me, that was enough. And I could still, I play guitar all day in school. I go home and I still, you know, work on some stuff. Um, so while it looks different, that passion and drive is still there. So um, that's my general response to do you have to be obsessed? Those are some of the things that I think they kind of gloss over and maybe miss in their episode is that yes, you, to recap, I guess, um, yes, you have to be obsessed and you have to go through a phase at some point in your life where you're just putting in insane hours to do that. You can still be healthy about it and you can still have boundaries personally and professionally. You absolutely can. But at the end of the day, you still need to be working pretty hard at your craft to be successful. And yeah, I think that's I think that's all I really have to say on that. And it's for me, it's pretty black and white, and it's pretty common sense to just like yeah, have personal boundaries. I'm not going to put my work email on my phone. I'm going to take Friday and Saturday night off. Oh, and I forgot to mention what I would do on Sundays. Sundays was whatever it needed to be. Um, if I had a ton of work to do, I would just work on Sunday. Um, but if I if I didn't need to be doing stuff like I would just take the entire day Sunday. I think more times than not, I almost always take the entire day on Sunday off from doing anything. Um, anything I'm forced to do. I might, like I said, I might still play guitar, I might still play bass, but it would just be like fun things that I felt like doing. Um, I never felt like I had to or I was pressured to use my time on a Sunday to do anything. Um, and so those were, those were my, that's how, that was my weekend ritual of like maintaining sanity. It was Friday night after five, no work, no anything. Um, and also I was usually gigging Friday night. So that was also pretty easy. It was like Friday, five o'clock means I have to, I have to get ready to go play a gig. Same with Saturday night. And then Sunday was usually take the whole day off. But if something had to be done, I might do it, but make sure it has to be done. Don't lie to yourself. Don't say like, oh, I have to do this when something's not due for a while or like, you know, don't play games with yourself. Like, does it have to be done? No, all right, then don't do it. Just do it later. It's that simple. 
but it's gonna be on my mind all day all right but whatever just don't do it like i don't know whatever's gonna make your mind at ease i guess but for me it was very simple things i never let a deadline or something like that push me around in terms of my own mental sanity um so yeah so that's that's what i have for you for today um on this this ride up 209 to allenville talking about musical obsession um, or whatever your craft is if you are a motorbikist who has found your way to the podcast first of all cool i'm glad you're here um, i hope you found something in this episode a little bit useful um but yeah i think that's what we have for today guys so with that i'll let you do it if you haven't checked out karen's episode on this stuff again it's the musician's guide um and if you're only checking out the audio here uh jump over and uh check out the video on youtube um, this one may be a little bit more lackluster not quite the great views but still tucked into the woods a little bit so um, still some of my favorite riding to do so with that i'll leave you there guys thanks for listening we'll catch you next time